Downstairs in my basement, this is a COVID-19 safe space. Welcome to the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen. Yes, we are the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen. We're COVID-19 free so far. Yeah. Maybe we have it, but we're asymptomatic. Wait, that's right. It's true. We have not. The virus is so amazing that you need to get some cotton swab up your nose to even know if you get it. I mean, true. actually, yeah. I, since I've been down here with you guys, I, I've lost taste. I've lost taste in my mouth. Oh, yeah. Taste right. anything? Yeah. The only one. But well, we are this, social distant. We are yeah. six. Uh, not quite. And, I'm sorry. And, and Dev and I are a little close. I'm getting since, a little nervous. I'm since our last here. episode, I have been out of the country. And oh, so maybe you know. I brought COVID-19 back with me. Maybe. You were so. out of the country? No, nah, I was just joking. Oh. He, was in Kentucky. he was in Kentucky. I was in Kentucky. He, he was, was in New York. He was in Kentucky. Dark Encounter, yeah. Yep. Yep. As Daniel Day-Lewis would say in uh, Las Mohicans, Kentucky. Is that what he said? Yeah. What? Yeah. What we're part? Head, yeah. And that, with that river on the stones, they're like, where are you going? We're, head, we're heading this way on the way to Kentucky. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow, I did not know he said that. Okay. It sounded very Indian. It was actually pretty cool. The coolest part in that was when Chingachgook is like, he starts talking to him in, in, in Indian, yeah. and there's no subtitles, and you're like, okay, they're speaking Indian now. Cool. Right. <laughs> and then there's Daniel Day-Lewis, and he just goes, yo. Yeah. That's all he says. That's right, yeah. Yo. I'm, I'm like, wow, is that where that came from? Yeah. I don't know. Conspiracy. <laughs> anyway, this this week is a big ticket item. We're talking about 1917. It's a film that came out a couple of months ago. We wanted to do it earlier, but COVID-19, so now we're here. And Joey we is way late. We're late six months late. Yeah. But, but we're not sorry because, you know, it was a good film and it needs it's to be Governor talked Wolf's about. Governor Wolf's fault. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it yes. is Governor Wolf's fault. That's Governor scumbag. Like, no, officially. No. All right, Joey, what do you got? Joey's going to write a review. Yep, He's going to read it and then we're going to talk about Joey's review. Go ahead, buddy. All right, cool. All right, so my review for 1917. 1917 is an intimate one-shot journey across the Western Front. Looking back on history, World War I is often obscured by the shadow of its successor. But when handling any artistic endeavor involving a world, a world war, one of the first aspects of the story to consider is scale and scope. How do you tell a two-hour story set in the middle of a conflict that involved 100 countries and 20 million deaths and do, it, and do any of it justice? If you're, 19, if you're 1917, you tell a hyper-focused personal story about the triumph of the human spirit in the face of despair and certain death. Sam Mendes meticulously crafted 1917 to appear to be one long continuous shot, which is not only a marvel from a filmmaking, filmmaking perspective, but it's the kind of unique flourish the story needed to make this movie truly great. The close-up, uninterrupted shot makes the moviegoer feel as if they our third person joining Lance Corporals Blake and Schofield on their desperate journey across the wasteland. We feel the surge of fear as they first crawl up out of the safety of the trenches, the hopeless dread as they cross the crater-filled war zone strung out with barbed wire and littered with dead soldiers and horses, the absolute chaos of the tripwire explosion in the bunkers, the spoilers, Inevitable sorrow when Blake is stabbed while trying to show compassion in a merciless and unforgiving time. The terror when Schofield is ducking from sniper shots. His reconnection with humanity when he encounters the mother and her baby. And finally, his complete desperation when running across the battlefield and trying to convince the commanding officer to call off the attack. It's a wonder that Sam Mendes is able to focus so intensely on two soldiers, two soldiers and somehow still capture a full picture of what World War I was like. Perhaps most astonishing... Perhaps more astonishing than the unbroken shot, though, or the breathtaking cinematography and the compelling narrative is the deeply human themes conveyed by the protagonists and other soldiers we meet along the way. There are themes of good and evil, how to remain human in an inhumane time, and how we should cherish the seemingly mundane aspects of our lives. 
Perhaps what I love most about this movie is how much these themes remind me of themes Tolkien draws out in Lord of the Rings. Blake and Schofield remind me of hobbits. They have an almost naive goodness about them that I so cherish in the movie, even though it ultimately gets Blake killed and almost does the same to Schofield. The way they take care of each other, the way Blake tells stories about other soldiers they've met, the way they miss their families and their lives before the war gives them this endearing quality that both makes us want to follow them to the end and be more like them. There's this kind of dread and cynicism about quiet, and subver quiet suburban life today, but Tolkien, through his hobbits, seemed to believe that it was this life that was the backbone of society, and 1917 reminds us of this too. It reminds us to cherish family and good friends and the little comfortable things we enjoy, to love well, and not to allow evil to harden our hearts. 1917 is an incredible film, in part because it rejects the modern Hollywood blockbuster format. It could have been a movie that reveled in its scope, provided thrilling action and special effects in order to put butts in seats, but instead it's a movie that focuses on deep personal human connection. Disney, Warner Bros, and other companies have proven that they can provide massive worlds with thrilling action and elaborate special effects, but they've often missed the mark on story. Star Wars, DC, a good chunk of the Marvel movies feel like filler. You go, you enjoy them, but you forget about them five minutes after you've walked out of the theaters. For the most part, I'm still happy that some of them exist, but they aren't the kinds of movies that remind me why I love cinema. 1917 is one of those movies that I watch and I think, this is why I love cinema. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. I only had like one thought, but now I have a couple thoughts. <laughs> Good. Well done. Very That's great. I, I wanted to, I, when, I write, when I write mine, I try and use it as a springboard to give you guys ideas and go right. with it. So. Hmm. Enjoy. Did teach English. That's why I'm always afraid to do my reviews in front of him. I'm just oh, like, your oh, shoot, I'm going like, to like screw this up somehow in some English way. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're fine. Yeah. Right. Go ahead, Duff. What do you got? Uh, great review. Thank you. Man, that was really good. You're right. It did flesh out. Uh, actually, just listening to you, uh, fleshed out reasons that I didn't think of. Uh, no, reasons I loved it that I didn't even know why I did. Mm -hmm. And part of it is, I think, subconsciously, it was a lot of the story. Mm -hmm. Um I don't have much to say about it. I was going into it. I had high. I had higher expectations because I heard it was really good. Yeah, we really talked about. I didn't it know about the one shot. Yeah, uh, yeah. going in, mm, okay. and I figured it out obviously after yeah. about ten minutes. I'm yeah. like, they're going to do the whole movie this way. Yeah, which I think I think there was a break. There were I breaks. Think, the longest shot they did was eight and a half minutes, I think. Well, okay. That's so it? Oh, no, hold on. Hold on. Okay. So two things to clarify. What Luke is talking about is the fact that it's it's all cleverly done. The movie looks like it's the, – the break that yeah. you're talking about I, is I, when I, Schofield loses consciousness. Correct. There is that moment where he gets yes. knocked out and the screen goes black. And so that is like a cut. I know, but – But, um, but, but what, I, what Luke's okay. talking about is the fact that it isn't all shot in one go. They It was shot like a regular movie, but it's basically really clever editing that makes right. it all look oh, like that one right? shot. Yeah. yeah, but the yeah. longest – Shot. I think the shortest shot, the shot that did was like thirty seconds, and the longest yeah. shot that did was eight and a half. Oh, minutes, I didn't know I that. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it is shot like but a regular movie. Is, and the thing is, when really he was, I thought it was two. Minutes. I thought there were yeah. two moments. One when he was went unconscious, and the second one. I know this is what I thought when I was okay. seeing it. When he went unconscious, and two when he went into the water, when he jumped into the water. I don't know if you guys remember that or not. I, to think, get away. It, I think it follows him. I think it follows him. I don't remember him. it following But I guess if the camera but goes the underwater. Cool thing, but what I, was, what I thought was neat was. I thought it stayed above water. But, oh, okay. But, like how uh, they. Okay, I could be wrong. Whether they right. did it in one shot or whether they seem like one shot. Okay. Right. When, they, when he went unconscious after getting shot. Yeah. And they did the cut. Like 
I, I've never experienced a cut like that cut. Yeah. Like they're like, we're cutting it, and yeah. the whole audience is going to know we are cutting yeah. it. Yeah, and you're like, at this you're like point. breathless for and a you're second. You're just like, boom, and like, oh my word, they cut it. Yeah. And I was like, that's genius. I thought yeah. this is so cool, you know? And yeah. uh, But no, the whole movie, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. when there wasn't much going on from the yeah. beginning. And, and little cameos, Michael Fassbender. Uh, was yep. pretty cool and um, Benedict Cumberbatch there was a bunch of them yeah, there yeah. were a bunch yeah. but the ones yeah. I noticed was yep. him Colin and uh, Colin Firth, Firth in the beginning yeah yep. yep. Colin Firth um, Benedict Cumberbatch um, but the, I, uh, I the guy know... who plays Moriarty and in, in also in yeah. Sherlock um, was in I forget what his name is but I like him a lot yeah. and the only thing I'll say about it is uh, the, the continuous shot was, just, was really amazing um, and I knew that disaster was going to strike at some point yeah on these guys yeah I didn't know when yeah but I'm just—I was super looking forward to when that was, and they really delivered on on yeah. those moments of complete disaster. Yeah. And how are they going to get out of this? Mm-hmm. And um, I thought, and also one more thought. You're right. How do you? There have been so many war movies. There's been so many, you know, that you have to build amazing ones that you almost have to like. Yeah. How do we do it to make it interesting to people? Yeah. And they just—they knocked it out of the park with that whole thing. Yeah. And, and I, World War One. And it's this horribly ugly war. Yeah. And it's almost it's nothing hard. romantic about it. And there's yeah. really and just portraying that part and nobody really goes to World War One. It's always World War Two. It's right. more interesting. Yeah, that's what I yeah. said. And yeah. I'm like the, the fact yeah. that they could do that is just yeah. really great filmmaking. Well, and, and, and I think and I think because of, you know, those those long standing like things where they weren't battling their entrenches and stuff like that too, right? They had to be more like kind of like yeah, the pacing of the movie had to be slower, kind of like it was, and yet it's still like to me just that scene where just that scene where which is kind of a slow scene, but that early on scene where they get out of the trenches and the and the and it's just gliding across this wasteland, right? Yeah. You just see like dead guys hanging in the wire and the horse, right, and just stuff like that. Like there's nothing going on; they're just walking, but it's just like it's like so mesmerizing, in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. it's just so well done. Yeah. yeah. Athena, what are your thoughts? Um, so, I mean, I think that one of the things I liked the most about it was because it was that continuous shot, it was just engaging the whole time. Like you couldn't, you couldn't just lean back and say, okay, this, I I can just, I can relax for a few minutes because it was the whole time. There was no stop breathing. Yes. Basically. That's how I felt. I felt like I was out of breath because I was holding it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I also was thinking person. Yeah. yeah, I after after I watched it, I I was like, in my brain, I was like, how in the world did they do a continuous shot for however many hours it was? Yeah. Yeah. And so I looked up, like I looked it up. I was like, how did they do this? Yeah. And and somebody showed a video on how, like how to make it look like a continuous shot, even though it's not. So like one of the things was if you're videotaping past this pole here, yeah. there's a millisecond yeah. where your entire shot is the pole mm-hmm. and so they would stop there and they'd set up again and then I actually they would start they did again that in the film mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah so i thought that was you cool you could notice that i did because i did uh, I'll, I'll talk about that one in yeah. a second um but yeah I, I i was fascinated by that whole thing and also just like um i don't know like sometimes i feel like i don't feel like this very often but like scenes in movies that i feel like i I won't ever forget that like emotional connection that I had. And when he's running across the, mm-hmm. the battlefield, like mm-hmm. when he's in the trench and then he, he can't get through. So he just goes on top and starts running. Oh, I yeah. was crying. Like, oh. I don't even know why, but I'm just sitting there crying <laughs> because it was, it was like, I don't know. I, I, I didn't know what was nah, going to happen. Was, and I was it was the same thing. Yeah. 
I had been holding my breath so long too. So, yeah. but yeah, oh. no, but yeah, I, I really, really loved it. Yeah. yeah. And it's really just that ultimate it. like climax of like him trying to stop these men from, from yeah. getting killed, you yeah. know, and doing everything he can to do mm-hmm. that. It was right. really powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they really fleshed out the, the, yeah. the absurdity of the suggestion that they cross all that land to get to the other side. Um, Cause in the beginning you're like, okay, a couple miles. That doesn't sound so bad. You know, like, you know, just go, you know, grab your stuff, get moving. It'll take you an hour, you know, it's a couple miles or whatever, however. And, and, and you're like, nope, nope, that's not easy across a battlefield. Bad yeah. idea. I see why they were like, this is suicide. You yeah. know, this is a dumb idea. But they had to. Um, the the continuous shot, it backfired on me, unfortunately. It yeah. backfired because <laughs> I was watching it and I couldn't, since I couldn't relax, I couldn't relax for the wrong reasons, right? I couldn't relax and enjoy this film because I'm like, where are they going to stop it? I know that's not one continuous <laughs> shot. I know it's not one continuous shot. Where are they stopping it? So I, I was too focused mm-hmm. oh, on trying yeah, to find where Luke. they stopped it. Oh, and, and, yeah. and, and that is your fault. It is my fault. Yeah. That's my fault. That is your fault. That's my fault. I said it backfired <laughs> on me. I'm not blaming the film. I'm not blaming the film. Right. I'm not saying they shouldn't have done that. I'm just saying, and unfortunately, it backfired me. Luke's sitting in the theater going, hmm. yeah, and, space and, like. and that's why <laughs> yeah. I was able to notice the pole because they did do that when they were running. And I was like, okay, that's obviously that's where they stopped. Okay, next, I, I next one. Um, but Uh, see that's that's what that was my original thought but but joey's you know perspective obviously that's a great uh example that's actually how i felt too they do feel like hobbits Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) way in over their head they're just and and that's one thing that i that that i think the the war movies very rarely communicate was that almost every one of these young men were in over their heads Mm -hmm. you know and 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 you'd hear about the old people talking about they're just kids and uh, and you know obviously i'm their age and i'm like oh they're not kids they're what they're young men, but you know they're you know just like me. You know I'm not a kid either. But in in this film, you know they they really communicate that well. And most most I feel like most uh, war films they don't really communicate that well. That these guys, nothing can prepare you for what's coming yeah. down the line. Yeah. All the training in the world cannot prepare you. Yeah. Right. And that's true. They really did this give this this feel that these guys, the hobbits in the Lord of the Rings, were definitely weighing over their head. Yeah. And that was a great. I just thought that was a great comparison, Joey. Yeah. I mean, that whole sequence with Frodo and Sam in, in the Lord of the Rings. I mean, is I mean, um, uh, Tolkien was always like very against like allegory. He was like, my stuff is an allegorical, which is fine, but like definitely imitates that whole. They used to call them, I think, bat bagmen or batmen, something like that. But like guys who would basically accompany soldiers in World War II. It was kind of like supposed to be like a similarity, and mm-hmm. that's kind of like the situation you have here: the Frodo, Sam, and um, Blake and Schofield thing. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and I yeah. liked it. wasn't It wasn't really main actors either. I liked that. Mm-hmm. There's just yes. two guys. Yeah. It, it yeah. gave you a sense of like I really don't know these guys. Yeah, you know. And then, yeah. but at the same time, it's like you you within a few minutes, you're like I'm with you. Yeah. all yeah. the way. Yeah. I, I'm uh, and the scenes where he's just running away and they see him and he just starts running away and you're like, oh just my word, I bet you it. that happened all the time. Yeah, yeah. I bet you that's kind of that kind of nonsense where it, it's not this pitched battle. Yeah. You know, it's not like yeah. we got to take this position. You know, it's mm-hmm. just you don't know what you're doing half the time. You yeah. know, and and you got that feeling with these guys, they really don't know what they're doing. They're just mm-hmm. they're just trying to get from point A to point B and 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 boy, it is is it such a chore in this war, man. It, and and I guess every war, uh, it's it's probably a chore. So, I just uh, I I thought it was a, I thought it was a good film, and I think I'm going to enjoy it later. Now that the stress <laughs> of of, yeah. of it is over, yeah. the stress of, of me trying to go, oh, are they changing it? And, and that's my fault. You're right, Brad. It really but is my I fault. Did, yeah, and just real quick too, finishing up. But I uh, when disaster struck. I just felt like they delivered so well on that, you know, mm. when they're in the tunnels and you're like, yeah. something's going to happen here. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, I had a huge rat and I'm like, yeah. 
And it was so big. Yeah. I'm like, I never even see that in movies anywhere. It's just right. this huge, it's the size of a cat. Yeah. 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 Just in and around doing stuff. And, you know, and all of a sudden, like, like it's like, oh, the, not, the, not, the, not the German army left. Yeah. And, of course, they left booby traps. Yeah. Right. And this thing, you know, and it's just like you see the rat just poop and just go right over there. And you're like, <gasps> and then it's just disaster. Mm-hmm. It just was really great filmmaking, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. For, at least for me. I, yeah, I just felt like every detail was so well done. I mean, that's the thing is that like there's so much too. I mean, we talk about great story and great characters and stuff like t- stuff like that, but there's so much to just execution, and I felt like everything was executed so well in yeah. this movie. Everything mm-hmm. had so much like weight and t- weight to it, and but like it, you know, when I when they. I don't know. I feel like there were so many ways, like specifically in that scene, Dove, where the bot, like the trip wire, does go off, right? And then yeah. they're, they're trying to get out. I mean, there is so much in that scene where it's like you're like, how are they going to get out of that? Like mm-hmm. once it explodes, you're like they're dead. Like this, yeah. this somehow this movie's going to go on, but they're dead. Um, and then they're not. But like the but the way it's done, the way it's executed is like it's believable, right? Yeah. Like they're yes. like the like the oh. the effect that it has on them and I stuff like that. Thought, it's still believable. Yeah. Whereas, like, there could have easily have been, there could have easily been a, that scene, and it could have been like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they got out of that suspension of disbelief gone, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah right, um, right, 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 right. Yeah. And I, touching on that, and again, last thing I'll say, but I, did, I remember wanting to say this, and I didn't, when he was, uh, I know, spoilers, but whatever. Yeah, I already when, kind of, hit I know you already all. did it, yeah, but I kind of hit them all. When, when <laughs> one guy was killed by the pilot, mm-hmm. yeah, Blake, yeah. I was, I was absolutely sitting there going, I was shocked at how well they did that death scene. To yeah. me, yeah, I was like, this guy, look, he, he was, ble- you know, just yeah. the way that the whole thing happened, you saw his skin turn pale yeah. white. Yeah. I'm like, you never see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of the most realistic looking dead guys mm-hmm. that yeah. wasn't dead, really, mm-hmm. I have ever seen. I mean, yeah. you saw him go white. Yeah. yeah. Well, when like, we when we do like our ten year anniversary, and we <laughs> we do a bunch of old lists, and we talk about the most realistic deaths. No that question, that is yeah. that's easily yeah. top five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I do have one criticism uh, of that film, just one. Uh, well, first off, their longest I, 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 shot was I, eight and a half no, minutes. No, 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 no. First off, there the, weren't any women. The best, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little disappointed no. that women were underrepresented in this film. <laughs> um, the first off, the scene where he comes in and they're singing "Poor Wayfaring Stranger" that was that was just icing on the cake for me. Yeah. That was just yeah. amazing. That kind of stuff happened. Yeah. I totally believe right. that kind of stuff happened. Yeah. And and it's another 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 phenomenon of war, where something so simple that we take for granted, we see that all the time. Coffee mm-hmm. house. Yeah. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see, but but soldiers sitting around somebody singing a song that's so simple mm-hmm. suddenly means so much more to you now mm-hmm. yeah. than right. it ever did in your life. Right. Yeah. Right. You know that that this is a throwback to my life. That was a brilliant scene. I'm so glad that I they forgot put that, about that yeah. scene. You know where he's singing that song, and and it's it's delivers so much gravity because now this song just means so much more than it ever has in my life before. Mm-hmm. So that was probably my favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Um, my least. The thing I'm a little getting tired of a little bit is how we're sh- every war movie that now that comes out, what was that stupid Panzer one with uh, Brad Pitt? Fury. 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 I never Fury. saw it. From Fury to Dunkirk to this one, it's overcast. It's overcast skies. Never see a bright sunny day. You know, it's overcast the whole time. I'm, like, oh, I'm getting a little tired of this. Please just have natural weather. I know it's not overcast all the time. You know, please I mean, if just. That's his criticism. I, 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 yeah, that, that's uh, yeah, that's my only criticism. I mean, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, also, they do do that I mean, to make it more I mean, depressing. I mean, yeah, 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 it's, yeah. I'm but like, I mean, they were also they were also in Europe. Like, I mean, Europe rains a lot. Europe doesn't have a sunny day. 
Uh, uh, these three films. Well, I mean, this you got to remember this. Okay, did you, Saving you're, Private you're, Ryan have Sunny you're, Days? You're, I think they did. They had a couple. You're, 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 you're tossing it in with you're tossing it with two other movies, but specifically for this film, you have to remember that it is over what 24 hours that it happens, and so it's not it's not weird that like like Britain would be have dark and rainy days. I'm not saying it's weird. I'm just saying that it seems we're getting on this theme now. If every time we do a war movie, well, right, but you can't we hold, have to you show can't, overcast you can't skies. Hold, you can't hold the okay. And, <laughs> and the last two movies that I saw about World War, a, a World War, have been completely so these are the, the whole yeah. time. Look, look, this is what ruined the movie for Luke. Yes. It didn't ruin Where, it. Where's that? Where's that cut? And why is the weather? It's just oh man. Who put that pole there? <laughs> <laughs> Luke was like clever girl. <laughs> 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 Let nothing get past me. <laughs> that was a great review, Joey. Good well job, done, Joey. Thank you. Golf clap for Joey. So yeah, see it if you haven't. It's it's rentable. It's one of the yep. good movies out there. Yes, yep. right yep. now, definitely is worth watching. But to yep. say it does take a little bit of the stomach. I mean, yep. like any more movie would. You know, <laughs> actually, actually, we can end on this funny note. I I have um, I have a real aversion to blood. I mm-hmm. like if I like uh, so just to give you an example. Last night I. I gave myself a pretty nasty cut um, at work, and I legitimately had to go sit down and like drink some water and like because oh. I felt like I was going to faint. Brad can relate. Is, Brad's your man. Wait, is this something? Oh, really, Brad? Bro, it's I didn't the know same. Joey, wait, Joey, this is a new thing. This has always been the case. Oh, oh. It's, it's weird. It is weird though, because like sometimes stuff will happen to me, especially if there's adrenaline involved, and I, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. And then sometimes it just comes out of nowhere. And it did in this movie. This, it probably to, to attest to your realism, when, oh, when yeah. Blake gets stabbed and that whole scene, the dude bled out. And that whole scene, happened, and that whole scene plays out. Like that whole idea of like being a, like a, like what do they call that? Exsanguinated. Um, yeah. Oh. 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 I like think that's draining the blood. Like from yeah, your body. blood yeah. being drained from your body. That whole idea like freaks me out. And oh. I legitimately, we're in the movie theater, and I was like, I looked at her, and I was sitting down, and I looked at her, and I was like, I'm gonna pass out. Oh, oh my word. She was like, and she was like, what? And I said, yeah. And I said, uh, but I was like, I don't want to miss this movie. But I was no, like, I, I remember <laughs> saying to you, Joey, I don't know if you should watch this. Like, oh, yeah, you yeah, might right. want to close your eyes now. And I you were like, no, I have to. No, I have to yeah, watch yeah, it. I feel like I had to watch it's it. A podcast. I didn't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I had to I had to walk out for a brief moment. Oh, and, like, and I went wow. and I went and laid down. I, I went and laid down on the like on the theater floor, like where basically where no one could see me, so they wouldn't think I was doing something Dude. weird. Like uh, I was <laughs> like, like laying down. Yeah, like I was yeah. Um, and, but funny. I literally had to go. I went to the entrance of the theater and just laid down for like a minute and two, and then I was I felt better and I got yeah. back. Oh my up. word, I yeah, it left. was it was rough. Yep. Yep. Um, one I thing too. Hold on, oh, I think man. that's okay. only. I'm trying to remember how many times this happened to me in a movie theater. <laughs> I think it's only ever been twice. Wow. I did it also with that movie. Uh, it was about the the, the uh, all the money in the world or something. It was. Uh, yeah. It was. They cut the kid's ear off, I think, or oh, something like that, yeah. and that just that scene just that was it. Christopher and I had Plummer. To lay down. Yeah, you know what? Uh, one more thing too. As we close, if you want to do the music, Luke, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, go ahead and do it. No, seriously, the music thing again, don't. Uh, one thing about that death scene as well is when he actually did try to like help him and move him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They really did a really yeah, like cool, realistic body, job yeah. of this, of the the how ter- how. Hard it was for him to even move the guy yeah. because of how much pain he was in. Yeah. And every time he moved it, the dude was screaming at the right. top of his yeah. lungs. And I'm like, you don't yeah. see that either. Right. Usually you grab the guy, throw him over your shoulder. We're going over here and the dude's bleeding out and he's going, yeah, you know, keep going or whatever. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. But this well, dude yeah, was like, the, thing is the like, fact that he even well, moved his body yeah, at and, all. And, and, but, but it, that's the diversity of death. 
you know, because yeah. some people you can pick up and move. Some people get their arm blown off and they're like, okay, let's get, keep running. But some people you get stabbed and you can't can't even touch them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. he's just tried to move at all. The I, dude was I, just yeah. screaming in pain. I mean, like, and that's and that's yeah. a fair point. But I also agree with Dev. Like, and that's what I think is that's what I think is like so cool about this movie is that it it had that gravity and yet it's still like it still like left me like emotionally like positive yeah. mm. but but i mean yeah like right. i mean because i mean in, in any other movie i feel like yeah you're gonna have this dude like yeah. this dude's gonna like pick up a whole body and throw it over his shoulder and he's like i'll get you help and yeah. then they're gonna run yeah. Yeah. Make it, you know, run, yeah. Two, yeah. run two miles to safety i expected that to happen because i was not like happening. it's too early in the movie for blake to die i was like what's gonna happen here but you know it's even his look even after when he did die yeah you could see on uh, the main character, I forget his name, yeah. but you know. Schofield. Schofield. You can see on his face, like, he actually was like, I can't believe this guy just died right in front of yeah. me like this. Yeah. He's like, I can't believe this just happened. Yeah. And that's how you feel as an audience member. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and, and, yeah. What happened yeah. to music? No. Anyway. The la- <laughs> just play it. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, the last thing. Let's end it. The last thing I'll, the, I'll leave off on to you is that um, one detail about the movie. I just, I, there's so many details about the movie that I think were done so well. And I just, I'm really impressed by Sam Mendes ability to craft this movie but just the fact that like because it's one continuous shot and the fact that that shot opens up um on schofield sleeping in like the green like pasture and then like basically ends with him going back to sleep i just i think that's that was uh, so cool that was such even, a cool hmm, beginning and ending it. of that whole story it's true. I, was, I didn't I notice know. that yeah i think that's so cool yeah cool so many cool att- like attention to detail stuff that yeah. i feel like just gets totally washed over in yeah. other, other movies right? yeah so weird well, friends, that's our review of 1917. Uh, you just listened to Joey's review. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Next week, we're going to do lists, and we're going to be talking about three moments in movies that gave you goosebumps. We will see you guys next week. See you.